What's going on? What's going on? Entertain the geeky. In the air. So serious. <laughs> Hello. Hey. What's up? What's up, internet? Guys, what's going on? So we were kind of shooting the breeze a little bit uh, before recording. And we were like, what are we doing here? What are any of us doing here? I don't know. No, it didn't go that if you deep. you figure it out, leave it in the comments, because I don't know. We were like, hey, <laughs> what, what should we do today? Oh, we should do some fucking, uh, you know, trailer reviews. Well, yeah, we should watch some trailers and see see these new things, because so, there's some new things that look kind of interesting. So we'll do that. We'll do some trailer reviews. We've got right. a, a television pulled up. Right, um, what, what are we starting We're starting with? with Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. And if you haven't watched the rebooted... 20th Century Fox, now 20th Century Studios, Planet of the Apes series. Uh, you should, because it's actually, it's not, you know, spectacular. It's not going to blow your mind, but it's actually amounts to some pretty good storytelling. And Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is interesting, I think, because we finally have caught up to the original story's continuity, right? Where mm -hmm. Caesar is gone and Cornelius is the main character. The apes are just talking now. Because even in the last movie, it was kind of like some of them could talk, but some of them were still signing, yeah. right? So we've gotten to that point where it's just, uh, you know, regular Planet of the Apes, but they still look like photorealistic instead of being just big guys in goofy costumes. Sure. Uh, so that's interesting. I don't know. I think it could be kind of cool. But yeah, let's get into it. This is the teaser Fingers trailer crossed. for Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. 20th Century Studios. I know, it's so weird. It's a, good, it's a good establishing shot. It's freaking gorgeous. Yeah. And some rainforest? And then the city, right? Like, it's a city. It's a former city. That, you no, know, nature has just retook. It's reclaimed, yes. Ugh. It looks beautiful. Cornelius, he's beautiful. He's riding a horse now, too. <laughs> what a hard ass. <laughs> yes, like, they still look like apes. It's crazy to me. <laughs> this Memorial Day. Right, they're capturing remnants of humanity. This is just the original story. Technology. That dude just rolled for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly didn't make the save. I mean, he finds a telescope, right? Giant ship. Yeah, no, it's badass. But, like, they still just look like real apes you know right. like it's crazy no so it's as far as the aesthetics on it goes it looks absolutely incredible yeah yeah right so it, it'll be interesting i have a, i have a uh, an acquaintance of mine acquaintance acquaintance all right and he calls it lifeless cgi I don't know, man. I think it looks pretty good now. There, there's some good stuff out there. I think no we've come doubt. to a point now where it just if you if you spend the money and if you give the team the time, like they can produce something that looks really cool. Time, I think, is always the thing with that. If you yeah. if you get to take your time with it, yes, you get a far greater product than Agreed. than if you were to say, okay, 
you have $12 million, do this in three months, I'm sure it'll look good. And right. it'll look better than I could do. Well, sure. Um, but does it look, does it look like real? Is it real? Exactly. It, yeah. yeah. It does. Do I feel like it's alive? Maybe not. That one, it looks like CG. Well, I mean, it, it, yeah, it's talking apes. It's going to look like CG. Doesn't, it doesn't look It's apes bad. that walk upright and talk now. It doesn't so. look bad, but let, yeah. let's not call it live action. Let's call it a CG masterpiece. Yeah, but it's got... Okay, so the, the, the thing that these movies, I think, have always done really well, right, is the mixture of CG and live action. Sure. Right, because we still have people in the movie right. interacting with apes, right? And, you know, uh, Andy Serkis was the motion capture for Caesar in the original three movies. Um and they, the guys that would motion capture would like wear these extended, you know, uh, stilts pieces, yeah, on yeah. their hands, right? And kind of walk like a chimp. And Andy Serkis, I mean, look, he's the guy that kind of pioneered taking, getting in a goofy skin tight costume with little dots all over you as a serious part of the job, right? right? You saw after what happened with Lord of the Rings, you saw people all all across the the industry going, Oh no, we can take it seriously even when we're in a little gray spandex costume it, with it little, little dots yeah. all over us, right? It's still a performance, right? You, the performance comes through. And I think when you see those behind the scenes uh, scenes with Andy Serkis running around on set and, and interacting with live action people, it's always been something that they take seriously. Like they want to have people on set for their actors to interact with. So you have Andy Serkis walking around like a goofy monkey man and and doing all the things that the CG puppet is going to do. So in that regard, I think it makes it feel more real because I actually do feel like I'm looking at this human interacting with the CGI ape in a real way because the movements, the tracking, it's all from a real person. Right. It's it, not pretending to hug someone that's not there, right? It's, it's hugging a person that we're going to replace digitally. When I think in that regard, like... You kind of have to tip your hat to the actor. Yeah. Because oh, a circus is great, man. All, all the people who did apes in those movies, they did a great job bringing them to life. Not even the people that did apes, the guys that are interacting with them. Because oh, yeah. it's awkward. Yeah. I'm sure going up to your buddy that's in gray spandex and being like, all right, yeah. we're going to have this super intense moment. But I don't right think now. that's the case anymore, right? I think that no, was the case prior to Lord yes. of the Rings. But once Lord of the Rings showed what they did, what they can do with that kind of stuff, I think other studios took note and were like, oh, wow. This is legit. We actually need to take this a little more seriously. Sure, we've been sure, taking sure. It, right? CG shouldn't be a end all be all. It should be a, a tool that's yes. a tool in your toolbox, right? <laughs> oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, and that's one of the things that I think that's why the uh, the acquaintance of mine that calls it the lifeless CGI. Sure. I think he feels like it's too much of an easy thing because there there is something to be said about practical effects. Sure. Uh, Swamp Thing, for example. Right. But guess what? We already saw Planet of the Apes done practically. We've seen it done practically many, many times at right. this point. And did it look fine? Yes. But did it look... Is this... Is real? Do these characters look more like what I would expect evolved apes to look like? Yes. Of course. Because they just look like apes, right? right that right. can walk upright and, and can talk and, you know... Uh, seeing the king there at the end of the trailer, you know, what a wonderful day. And then that smile... You can register that he's smiling. You can register that on a real chimpanzee. Sure. Right? Or a real ape. When they're smiling and frowning, they're just, it's just like us, right? Sure. It's the closest we have to a... a, a to an animal counterpart. An yeah. animal counterpart, right, yeah. is, is apes. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. And I liked the original three. Like, 
you know, Rise of the Planet of the Apes has it has aged not as well because James Franco is the star of that movie and he's, you know, been in the spotlight for negative reasons. Sure. But uh Dawn I mean, of the Planet of the Apes has Gary Oldman in mm -hmm. it. And while it's the weakest, I think, it still has moments that are really good. And then War for the Planet of the Apes has Woody Harrelson as a grizzled, like, human general fighting a war against apes. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was great, too. So I'm in. I'm, well, that, I'm in. Yeah, that's one of those things. It's so weird because, like, okay, if you're if you're progressing this franchise, okay, yeah. and you're really trying to blow it up into something special yeah, and let it be its own thing, like it originally was, like the Planet of the Apes was years and years and right, years right, ago. Right, for sure. How, how do you do it the best that you can? Yeah. And without telling the exact same story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with the idea that we're back in that original narrative continuity, sure. right? We're, we're looking at Cornelius and we're looking at the last remnants of humanity here no, on Earth. Doing a great job. Yeah, I, I like that. And I'm, I'm even cool if that story kind of plays out in a similar fashion, right? Uh, I just, I'm happy that they look like apes. <laughs> I just, like that they I look like apes. I just wanted monkeys. That's all I, I like wanted. that they look like real apes. I think that's cool, man. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, and the acting's been solid. Like, Andy Serkis is obviously not in the story anymore because he was Caesar and Caesar sure. is gone. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm in. I'm, I'm excited. You're sold. I'm sold. sold. I'm in. 20th right. Century Studios or Disney. Let's just call it what it is at this point. Yeah. Thanks, Disney. Let's call things what they are, please. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we going to do next? Uh, we got oh, dude, come on, man. Let's do this. Uh, we'll, Let's get this Yu Yu Hakusho thing out the way. Are we going to do Yu Yu Hakusho? Okay. I mean, I we have we were, to. I didn't know we were going to do that. I thought we had the, the four. Okay, okay, okay. Then we'll go back to the four. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, okay. You guys watch Yu Yu Hakusho on your own. That's not our shit. Um, <laughs> and it's no offense to anybody who no, it no, is. No, no, it looks, it looks kind of cool, actually. I mean, I can't get into the anime, but the live-action show looks kind of cool. You just don't want these two reviewing it. <laughs> no, no, we're not, not a, the, we're not the fanboys that would critique it in the right way. It's not, it's not a good look on any of us. No, no, no we wouldn't critique oh, it in the right way. let's see fucking Avatar, man. Okay, all right. So, yeah, Netflix has had a little convention week where they've been showing off trailers. For new. That's where the Yu Yu Show trailer yeah. came from, too. It's Geeked Week. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Netflix is weird. Well, we had Stranger Things Day this past week and all kinds yeah, of Netflix shit. Is, Netflix is weird. Dude, it's fucking brilliant, though. Like, if if you're able to uh, ride some lightning, which clearly Netflix has done well since its Oh, no, conception. I'm not saying Netflix doesn't have good programming. It's just a weird way to celebrate it. It is. Right? It is. But it's like, <laughs> it's like BlizzCon. If you really think about yeah, it. Yeah, but that's also very self-referential and just like, oh, we're just going to blow ourselves for a couple I, hours here. I fucking love it, man. <laughs> I love it. So many people love it. They're like, they're like, yeah, no, we're, we're going to help with this giant right, sure, blowing. Yeah, yeah, we're going to just blow ourselves for hours. We're going to circle jerk for a little while. But uh, uh, you fans get to show up. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, this is the live action Avatar The Last Airbender from Netflix. So let's let's check it out here. So is this comment? Yeah, yep. yeah. Fucking incredible looking. Yeah. All right, all right. I got Katara Saka. Okay. Oh, that's uh, what what Boomy Earth Kingdom, yep. Boomy, oh, there. is that Uncle Iroh? That's, that's Iroh right there. That's Boom. great. That guy looks great. 
Oh, Fire Lord Ozai. Fire Lord Ozai. Kiyoshi Warriors. Yeah, they look badass. It's hard to fuck those up. That's the Fire Temple Island. Yeah, where he beats Roku. Aang. Oh, Aang looks good. Yeah, like, it's good. Oh, the fire kick. That's so cool. Oh, Appa. So I will say, I think one of the things that would be hardest about doing this... It's Momo! ...is showing your airbending properly, and it looks like they've done it. Yeah, no, no, I agree. It, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't look tacky at all. I agree. Fucking sick. Yeah, right? I'm going to watch this. I think well, it looks cool. You remember when they announced this? I had the biggest just fanboy boner ever when they announced well, sure. they okay. this. sure, okay, so, show. like... The problem is, right, the, we'll get back into more trailers in a minute, but, like, the problem is a lot of people got turned off when the creators stopped working with this yeah, team. Yeah, Right? Apparently, uh, DiMartino and... Yes. The other person. Sorry. What, what's it? Uh, East, I think, is his last name. Is it I East? don't know. I don't remember. I uh, but, yeah, the original creators of Avatar, uh, you know, left the project. And truth be told, they got a better thing coming to them anyway because Nickelodeon just gave them a studio and said make more Avatar content. Sure. So Avatar Studios is a, a now an offshoot of Nickelodeon and they're going to be making new Avatar cartoons set in wherever. Who knows at this point? Yeah, I mean, right? we could have all these We could have that continuation cool of Aang's story that we never got. Shit, we could get a Roku's whole story. Well, sure, but like, look at the plot threads. I mean, look, comics... Comics are great for this kind of thing mm -hmm. because comics did pick up these loose plot threads and, and tell stories with them that are fantastic. If you've never read the Avatar uh, comics, uh, you should. They're very good and they do a good job of kind of continuing the story. But like plot threads left, if you don't, if you're not going to read comics, plot threads that were left over from that ser series sure. were what happened to, to Zuko's mother. Right. Right. Are uh, uh, Aang and Katara going to have a relationship, yeah, and what gonna, does that look like? As, do they tie the knot? Because we know they have a relationship. Well, right. Cora told yes. us later, but we never actually got to see it blossom, and it had just right. started. No, right? it was in its infancy. And yeah, it was yeah. This, it, just, it, was, it was the cute, like, ooh, we're playing footsies kind of thing. We're going to hold hands, yeah. right? Like, it was just starting. Um, uh, what happens to Fire Lord Ozai? Right? Does he just spend yeah, the rest of his, his life in prison? Away. Because we know from Korra later that it is possible to reverse that process. Yeah. Right? Because Korra gets her bending taken away and, and is does. able, they use spirit energy to revive her bending yes. inside yes. of her. Right? So what happens there? What's going what's gonna to go on there? I don't know, man. But if I, if I get What to kind of a leader is Zuko? Right? Because we know later sure. he was obviously an effective one, but. I want to see that. I want to see his struggles with being the Fire Lord, I, right? Here, I want to see an earthbending avatar. Sure. Yeah. Like, they all bend to Earth, yes, but I want to see one that came from the Earth Nation is what well, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, an Earth yeah. Kingdom yes. avatar, yeah. Oh, man, no, it's, that's yeah, freaking so rad. That's rad. They got a better deal out of leaving this Netflix show and now are going to be doing whatever they want did for they, Nickelodeon. Did they leave because of creative differences? They did, so... Basically, Netflix Netflix uh, made a statement at the time, like saying, "Yes, they we're 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 going to do some different things. 
the overall structure of the show will still remain the same, okay. but we want to kind of get to those places a little differently, which I'm fine with, right? Like, tell me a story that gives me something new to latch onto. Don't just tell... I already saw Avatar The Last Airbender. And it was damn near perfect. And it was great, yeah. right? You're not going to make... You're not going to do better than what that did. So give me something new to latch onto so that I still feel like there's something that could surprise me, right? Yeah, I need those big beats to be there, right? I need... Right. I need your, your, your big moments from the show that kind of lead the show into what it was. But the little goof, there was, I mean, we all know there were goofy episodes that were just nothing. It was fluff. They were it nothing fluff. episodes. Yeah, they were just, oh, look, kids are going to go on a little adventure in town. Well, you can tell that story any way you want. Right? It doesn't right. matter what that story is. Right. When we might get a different story from another day while they were traveling. Sure, was exactly. A little, yeah, a little more instrumental in the yeah, overall yeah. narrative. So, yeah, that's, that's a fair point. Yeah. Well, and the story in and of itself is is dark, man. Like it is. it's a dark story of this little kid who has to come to grips with the idea that his destiny is to like murder a guy <laughs> and bring balance back to the world, right? To the force. Yeah, exactly. Uh and that's actually one of my favorite scenes from the original cartoon is when he's riding on the lion turtle and he's communing with the other avatars about like I can't kill this guy, like the monks taught me, like, life is sacred. Like, I can't just murder this guy. And the one of the greatest moments there is he talks to a, an airbending avatar. He's like, I need someone from the Air Nation. Mm -hmm. They'll understand. Uh, and she does understand. But she also says the avatar can never hold on to these things. The avatar has a bigger responsibility right. you're, you're to the world. You're not just an airbender. Right. The avatar yeah. can never hold true to these beliefs because they are bigger than that. Right. Right. They have to be bigger than that. That's their purpose. So it's hard, man. And it's a dark little story. And it, it and Aang is a goofy kid who likes to have fun. And I hope they keep that spirit of him. Right. Right. But he has to grow up real, real damn fast. All those kids do. I mean, they're literally well, the story starts off. They're on the run. They're they're fugitives. Right, but I think, but I think know? Katara, Toph and and Sokka, they have had to endure the world as it is. Aang sure. never did. Aang should be dead by the time they meet right, him. Right, right. So yeah, he disappeared for hundred years. They know yeah. what this world is. They understand it. That's why they're there. They're necessary because Aang has no idea. But they're all still just babies, and that's what they I'm are. saying. They're they're children. So to have these children, yeah, yeah, running as fugitives, not across the state, not across the country, yeah, across yeah. the planet, the world, yeah, and yeah. Uh, having to, you know. Oh, I've got to learn these skills so that I can go save the world. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna have to break some eggs while we're doing this. It's yeah. a there's a, dark moments a in the show, especially as lot. you get closer to the comet where Aang feels this pressure that's building. Oh yeah. To fulfill his destiny and bring peace again. Uh yeah, there's some dark stuff in there. And I think Netflix wants to lean into that to get that emotional beats. Sure. But the goofy stuff in between can just be whatever you need it to be. Right, the the characters it's just to establish the, the friendship yeah. and and help you see them kind of develop friendship together. The moments that are big, you know, going into the Avatar state for the first time when he finds the air temple, yeah, finds the corpses, finds the corpse of Monkey Oshi mm -hmm. or uh, Monkey Atso, whatever Monkey his name Atsu, was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't remember. Um, so yeah, it's it's 
it's hard. It's dark in some places. But as long as those beats are there, I think what you do in between, yeah, I'm fine with that. Whatever. Sure. You know, as long as we keep the goofy monk guy who tells him to where to find Appa after Appa gets kidnapped, because that is the greatest guy in the show. Yeah. If, if. <laughs> <laughs> the goofy monk guy that lives at the air temple all by himself is great. I love that guy. <laughs> I, I think as long as we're still capturing the essence of the characters. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're in business. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. good. Yeah. Um, if we have to take some side steps in there, that's all right. As yeah, long exactly. as we still have the same overarching story that everybody loves and wants to see yeah, I need, a good live action version of. Yeah, I need to see the, the things that, you know, uh, are big, right? I need to see Sokka fall in love with the moon princess, the princess who becomes the moon, yeah. right? Like, I need that to happen because that's a really cool part of the story. It's a pivotal part of the story, right? too, yeah. I need to see Aang freak out go into the Avatar state and turn into a giant water monster and start destroying Navy ships. I need that to happen because that's going to be cool to see in live action. And I think Netflix understands that too. I hope I think so, The man. big moments it, have so. to be what they are to keep the fan base engaged. Sure. I'll forgive changes along the way, but I need those things to happen. Yeah. And I need them to happen that way because that's the way they should happen, right? The story is just, that's the best way it's when it, it It's difficult. Like, it, there, you are placed in an interesting situation if you are the producer at this point in time because there is a source material that is universally loved. Right. So, yeah, you really have to pay homage to that properly. Right. As to but not so like people lose a little, their Again, minds. though, like a little episode where they go into town to resupply. Sure. And get uh, involved with pirates, right? right. Where Katara steals the the water bending scroll because she realizes these are pirates and yep. like, no, this belongs to me. You shouldn't have this. Yeah. Right. Uh, does it really matter if that episode is exactly the same as <laughs> it was in the cartoon? No, not really. <laughs> does it even matter if they actually go into town and deal with pirates and not deal with like firebenders? Does it matter who the, the antagonist is within the goofy little side adventure? No, it really doesn't. So those things can be whatever they need to be. Fair enough. Yeah. And I hope that Netflix realizes that because that's that's how they're going to keep the fan base engaged. Yeah, I think you're right. Over probably three or four seasons. I mean, you could stretch that story out. I mean, into, it should it should be four seasons. three or four yeah. seasons. Well, it's only three seasons in the show. I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was five. I thought they did. No, it's, I thought they, it's three. Oh, okay. I'm tripping then. It's the three elements. It's Each book is an, the element that Aang doesn't I, have. For, for some reason, I thought they concluded it with a uh, with like the Sozin's Comet thing. I thought that was like its own book kind of thing, but I'm probably wrong. You're probably right. No, yeah, I don't think it was yeah. its own book. I think it was just part of book three. That's fire. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, fire. Yeah. Book three was fire, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what are we doing next? You pick. Dealer's Choice. All right, well, I'm going to go with Echo. Echo. Because we'll, we'll end on, on the Ghostbusters. Oh, right? yeah, we will. That'll be the last one we watch. But Echo looks pretty cool. It's going to Hulu. Uh, it looks, it's, it's going to Hulu and Disney Plus, but you will have to have your, your Disney Plus, like, set to mature to access it. Like if you have your little kids watching your Disney plus their Disney plus account, they won't be able to access the content unless they have Yeah, type in that secret pin. number. Yeah. 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 But it will, it will also be on Hulu. Right. Uh, so yeah, this is Marvel studios echo. Uh Oh, what happened? You good? Should pop right back. Oh, 
Hold on. Did the TV have like a screensaver that we yeah. we waited too long and we the screensaver took over? <laughs> we upset it. We did. We upset the TV. We waited too long. We talked too long in between things. There we go. Oh, all right. Yeah. God, the white suit, too. How yeah. cool. Yeah, he's great. He's great as Kingpin. Look at him beat the perfect. shit out of this dude. He's fucking perfect. It was being mean to the little deaf girl. Oh, she saw it. She doesn't look afraid. <laughs> Oh, damn. She can't contain it. Whoa. Monster truck. Come on, man. How cool. This show looks dark. He's got the eye patch. She did shoot him. She shot him in the face at the end of Hawkeye. She's a badass. <laughs> the monster yeah yeah he's such a fucking she cool shot him in the man. face at the end Jesus. of hawkeye yeah oh he's great man oh, i'm glad dude, put, we're keeping putting him, him in the white suit too golly i'm just glad we're keeping him around i think he, he's the first actor i've ever seen like get the kingpin oh dude so Look, fucking michael clark cool. duncan is huge he was a huge man who played the character for sure and that part of it was right but i think d'onofrio like, first of all, D'Onofrio is a tall guy, or he's a large man, but he just understands the the, the psychosis of the kingpin in a no, way. No, he's, he's, he's got the psychological underpinnings of the character yeah, down yeah, pat, down, and I think it definitely just down. It comes through in the performance, and it has shit since he was doing Daredevil way back yes, when. Yes. He's done a fantastic Well, he was job. even in Hawkeye. Yeah, right? yeah, he was, he was. he was. He popped up right at the end of Hawkeye as the boss, and it was like, of course he's the boss. That's the kingpin. He's his hands are in everything. <laughs> Doesn't matter how minuscule the amount of money will be made from the from the scam. He's so in it. Cool, He's though. got a piece of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they, I mean, yeah. how 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 funny is it? So they have this fucking dark, gritty looking show. You know, yeah. mature rating. That's and there's go a to fucking monster truck in the trailer. A fucking <laughs> monster truck. You see it running over a car. Come on, man. Like, I. I I yeah. don't know if I should make fun of it or if it's as cool as I think it is. I think it's cool as shit, though. I mean, I think it just looks dark, right? It looks like it's going to be a adult-style show uh, from Marvel, which I think is good, right? I think that's one of the things that the Netflix shows did a good job of. It's like, these are not shows for kids, right? There can be both sides, right? We can have the big, spectacular Avengers saving the day, and we can have 
Kingpin beating a man to death, right? You can have both of those things because both of those things exist in the comics. Sure, sure. <laughs> and I think when we get to Daredevil, we're going to do the Mayor Fisk thing. And yeah. that's just, that's such a cool story. Ooh. I can't wait to see that. Oh. Uh, yeah, because uh, that led to a really cool story called Devil's Reign. And because all of these properties now belong at Marvel and we're about to have Thunderbolts, we could absolutely do Devil's Reign at some point. And that oh, story dude, was awesome. I want some fucking Thunderbolts so bad. It's, it's coming. It's coming. I know. I it's know. It's coming. It's the next thing, man. It takes time. Yeah, it takes things time. Things take time. We had a big old writer strike and a big old actor strike that no, finally no. are resolved. There's so. some shit going on. And yeah. I just want, I just fucking want to watch cool movies. Yeah, I do. I like cool movies for sure. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. One of the things that bothers me about Echo is it's all episodes are going up on the first day. And that says to me, because they've, they've really taken to releasing one episode at a time with these things and, and kind of keeping you coming back and, and letting you speculate and kind of have a little bit of time to talk about what's going to happen next. And so putting all episodes up all at once makes me think they probably don't have a lot of confidence in what this show is. Now, I think it looks pretty cool, but so they might not have the confidence that it will be the kind of show that they can release a one episode a week and keep people engaged the whole time. Years ago... It was literally the, so they released Daredevil at midnight and well, sure. I think you, I think you were off the next day or something like that, but I remember you coming into the shop cause you were working at a different shop. You were at Maplewood at that point in time. Probably. Yeah. And yeah. you came in just to bullshit with us about it and you were, <laughs> so you binged the whole show I unapologetically. Did. I did. I watched and, the whole thing. And you came in and you were like, how far did you guys get? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I got to, I got to episode four last night. And uh, I think whoever else was working at the shop was, yeah, right around where I was. Right. And so you were like, okay, okay. So blah, blah, blah. And we're like all bullshitting about it, having a good time. I don't, I don't have a problem with them releasing it all at once. Like, yes, you don't have the same buildup. Uh, but fuck, man, I love, I love being able to watch it. If I want to watch it all in one night. Don't. Yeah, sure. I'm not saying I don't like the idea of being able to binge it. I just think it shows based on how... Disney's been very specific about that one episode a week type of thing that they just don't have as much confidence that they could keep people coming back week to week Maybe. for this for this property. Now, they are also going to start putting a new logo in front of certain things that may hint that they don't have to fit with what everything else is, which I think is long overdue, right? Uh, it would have been perfect for things like She-Hulk and, and uh, you know... Uh, uh, Hawkeye and stuff like that, right? That they don't necessarily have to fit all of this together. It doesn't have to be that way because Daredevil and these characters still exist in their own world. They just also team up with the Avengers every right. now and again. So I think they're, they're calling it Marvel Spotlight is what I've heard. That, which is kind of cool. That it will kind of be uh, like what they do, what they did with like the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special and Werewolf mm -hmm. by Night, where they, they didn't have Marvel Studios logo in front of those things. It said Marvel Studios special presentation. Yeah. To imply that it's just like, here's a fun thing we made. Not everything has to lead into everything it else. It doesn't have to be this, yeah. yeah. The Not everything has to lead into everything else. Time. And if you remember, even in the first three phases, not everything did build everything else. No, some, some things some just existed as their own thing, yeah. right? They didn't have to build everything else. Totally. Uh, so I don't know why people are, are thinking that's like a new concept. 
Because everyone wants to believe these first, the Infinity Saga was so tight, and it was just like, no, it wasn't, though. Some things don't make we any need, sense. We need we need some cool films, and they can still be superhero flicks that aren't necessarily interconnected with everything else because it, it's it's nice just for a casual viewing. Yeah. Like, you need a goddamn doctorate to keep up with these movies at this point. <laughs> there's, there's so many of them. Uh, what are we up to, like 40 films or something crazy? I mean, it was 23, I think, with Avengers Endgame. Okay, and we've had and maybe. we've had what ten films since then? Uh, no, there hasn't been as many films. There's been a lot of shows. There hasn't been as many okay. films. There's only been five or six films subsequently to okay. Endgame. So, but a lot of it's been told in television. So let, we'll call it thirty then. Sure, thirty films just to keep it nice and even. That it, it, at least two hours each. Yeah, That's I think we're lot. we're to a point now. Like we went and saw the Marvels last night, and we'll we'll talk about this in a different video. We'll, we'll review it and we'll talk about it, but. Uh, I don't really think you needed everything to get what was going on there. Did you see the first Captain Marvel? Yeah. Did you watch maybe WandaVision? Yeah. Did you watch Miss Marvel? Well, if you didn't, you should, because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> Mala Khan is a great character that I love so much. Um, and she's great in the new movie. Um, but it really only expects you to know what's been going on with these people. Sure. Right? It doesn't really expect you to know what happened with Thanos or what happened in Loki. Right. Or what happened in Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't care well, about thank, those things. Thank God, man. Yeah, it doesn't care about those things. Because it's just, it gets to be a lot. Like, we've talked about it on the show before, and it looks like DC is trying to do that across, uh, like, across content as well as what we've, yeah, that's what yeah, we had discussed. Yeah, yeah. So, fuck, dude. That gets to be a it's lot as a viewer. It's too much. Yeah, yeah. it's it is. Um, all right, what, last one. Okay, yeah, got? the last one is Ghostbusters. Uh, Ghostbusters. Frozen Empire. Frozen Empire, I think. Oh, yeah. yes, I think that's it. Uh, the sequel, this is going to be the sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, Frozen Empire. It's got uh, Stranger Things people in it and fucking Ant-Man. It's got what? Stranger Things kid, yeah, and it's got Ant-Man. What more um, do you want? And Ghostbusters Afterlife was good. Like, it was a good movie. It was like, a cool flick. It was a sequel that I always wanted to see, well, we, you know? We were talking about this one off air, and I was like, man, after yeah, 2017, yeah. I had zero faith in this movie. And I remember talking to some friends, and they were like, dude, fucking. Oh, you gotta see it. They were like, you have to watch that movie. Yeah, it's and so I, good. So I waited until it came to Hobo Max or whatever. Yeah, I, I saw it on streaming. That's and, how I saw it, too. And I was like, oh, man, it's cool. It's fucking it is. cool. Yeah, it's a really good Ghostbusters movie. To the point where, like, I saw it on HBO and I went out and bought a, a copy, copy of it, yeah. right? A Blu-ray yeah. of it because I was like, no, I have Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2. This is the true sequel to Ghostbusters, right? Like, Boom. Right? Yeah, I'm going to put it here on my shelf next to Ghostbusters. Hells yeah. So yeah, they're coming back. That movie did really well, apparently. Despite people's skepticism, it did pretty well. Sure. Enough to generate enough money to, to have a sequel. So let's check it out. Ghostbusters. Bro. Wow, that's not what was supposed to happen. Oh, it disconnected you. I think it did. Mm. Batcave TV. That's the one. Batcave TV. That's your TV. All right, let's do this. Ghostbusters. Back in New York, too? This looks like a fun popcorny movie. Uh oh, something terrible is gonna happen. 
they've done they've done such a good job of like bridging the the eighties, nineties, and just yeah. everything, you know. Oh, classic! Pull the sunglasses down. It's classic. What the hell? Oh, it's ice. Terrifying yeah, storm yeah, yeah. Ice, clouds, ice, yeah, yeah. and then Frozen icicles. Empire, yeah. I saw this movie already. It was called 2012. <laughs> and it wasn't that good. Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, classic. We're back in the classic HQ. Beautiful. You'll never not excite this me. spring. Finn Wolf. Is that Patton Oswald? I hear? It is! We've got an Eternal here, too. And fucking Ant-Man. Come Everybody. on. Everybody's back. Look, they're all here. How cool. How can you see your teardrops? Strap your pack on, boy. Yeah. Literally scared to death. What the hell? Come on, man. How fucking cool. Paul Rudd's a Ghostbuster. How fucking cool. Paul Rudd's a Ghostbuster now. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, that looks cool. That definitely... Uh, it's, uh, it's so brilliant, man. You get... What's you get happening? all the people who work. Stop. You get all the people who work. Like, who who are the hottest actors in the world right now? Oh, we'll take we'll take an Avenger. We'll take one of the Stranger Things kids, <laughs> and we'll you know fuck it. We'll take the original Ghostbusters cast, and then you know nerds like this Patton guy. We'll, we'll toss him in there too. Well, look, the original Ghostbusters cast should always be a part of sequels as long as they're capable. Look, I don't I don't look, disagree. Harold Ramis died, but it was like. Yeah, but there's ghosts in this world. Sure. Egon can be a ghost in the movie, and he was in that first movie, and it was beautiful. That was a beautiful scene. Ghost Egon coming to help granddaughter save the day. Sure. Very uh, cool. Yeah. And they connected that, that afterlife story. Look, nostalgia is a thing, right? We, we see totally. things that we remember, and we might be inclined to just get on board with them regardless, uh, just because it's something we remember. But... They connected it to the first movie insofar as they used the same villain. Right. You know, it was like, yeah, you banished me, but now I'm back but I wasn't, for revenge. I wasn't like super banished. I was just a little banished, and now I'm pissed off. Right, now I'm back for revenge because my banishment period is over or whatever it was. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> but that little girl, too, that little girl who plays Egon's granddaughter, she is great. She is fucking amazing. Sure. In the first in Afterlife when they're – you know, experiencing earthquakes and she's talking to Paul Rudd, who's like a geologist guy and he can't explain these earthquakes. Like there are no fault lines here. These earthquakes don't make any sense. And that little girl just turns to him straight face and just says, maybe it's the end of days. And it's like, that's what Egon would say with that dry wit. Right. That's, she does it, man. She embodies what Harold Ramis made Egon in a little kid and that's amazing it proves right that some things are just genetic <laughs> some things are just genetic she is egon reborn into the world <laughs> uh it's great i can't wait yeah yeah i it 
man, fucking Sony's knocked it out of the park. Well, yeah, and it looks like they're doing a new story. Like it's we're we're, we're to that point now where we can move beyond what the old movies were and we tell our own story yeah, about we don't our just, own ghosts. We don't just have to tip our hat right now. Right, exactly. We, can, we, we, we can, did that. We tipped our hat. Now we're... We're done hat tipping. Right. Let's <laughs> now we're this. going into our own ghost story, which looks, seems kind of cool. It looks totally bitching. Yeah. Totally bitching. Well, no, it makes sense that, cool. like, you know, Dan Aykroyd, who owns that occult bookstore, like, immediately knows what it is, and he's the one in the trailer explaining what it is. Right. Like, of course he does, right? He, he knows. It looks incredible. Yeah. Um... So, if you guys haven't watched these, watch them. Just trailers, yeah. We just trailer reviews, trailer reactions. That was that was our show. That was our show. That was it. <laughs> there's a lot more though, right? Like the the Netflix stuff. There's a lot of Netflix trailers. There's a trailer for I think a new Witcher animated thing. Yep. There was a trailer, obviously, for Yu Yu Hakusho that we didn't watch. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of stuff out there. We just like I said, we saw the Marvels last night and. While I saw some trailers that I was like, garbage, uh, some trailers. It was swiping uh, left. Yeah, on. some true. Well, you can't in the theater. You got to just watch I know, that. I know. Dretch. I was being facetious. <laughs> As if this was some dating app. Yeah. Um, but some trailers that also look pretty cool. They're not necessarily genres of movies that I'm into, but still looked pretty sweet. Like there's a Ryan Gosling movie where he's a stuntman that looks like, yeah, it might be kind of cool. It's not really my genre of thing, but. Looks kind of cool. I'll fucking watch a stuntman movie. Whatever. Yeah, it looks kind of cool. Last stuntman movie I watched was Hot Rod. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> With Andy Samberg? That's the one. And that's a fucking classic. <laughs> it is a classic. I don't know if it's a classic. It is to me. It might be one day. Depends. Depends on how history remembers Samberg oh as a comedian. God, Hopefully it remembers him fondly because that movie is genius. <laughs> I need to go punch fight, uh, dance fight in the woods. To, <laughs> come on, man. No, it's oh good. It's funny. I, I've laughed at it it's for sure. Fucking brilliant. Um, but yeah, there's lots more trailers to check out. Oh, dude, I pointed and then you said that. All right. What? You guys go to entertainthegeeky.com. Uh, here, I'll show you something. I'm going to show you what this looks like just so you know. What? <laughs> what are we doing? Ah. What's happening? I lost track of me. I lost track of me. What were you trying to do? Well, I was showing them what entertainthegeeky.com oh. looks like. Oh, that was, oh, you were just showing them the website. You I was. That. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. I was. That so, was the website. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't warn me you were going to do that. I had no idea what you were doing. I thought yeah. you were trying to show me something. No, 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 no. I was showing them because they're sweet folks. Um, <laughs> you guys can go to entertainthegeeky.com. You can follow us on all of our social media there. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, now X, whatever the hell, and uh, YouTube. We don't really use any of the other stuff, but, you know. Yeah, I don't TikTok. I'm too old. So I do on behalf of Entertain the Geeky. That's cool. But. You've never told me that. Yeah. I didn't know we TikToked. We TikTok. don't. We don't. So it's my personal TikTok, and I just named it Entertain the Geeky. Oh, okay. Sure. do shit. Like, I post all of our stuff on there because I'm, I'm like, dude, I'm a. I'm a 34 year old man i don't think anybody gives a shit about me being like what's up with these airplanes outside you know <laughs> what was that voice the fuck are they staying in the sky for so, <laughs> oh my god so yeah i just put these conversations and clips and snippets up there and you guys get to see it all right uh but yes do that 
you love us, like, comment, subscribe. If you have questions, comments, concerns, you need to let us know, and you can do that by you know talking to us in the comments or sending us an email. You know, I was thinking we should probably we should probably Discord, right? Like that seems like a thing people are doing. It's totally a thing. We should probably do that. Yeah. Do you guys think we should do that? Tell us about it. <laughs> do you give a shit? I don't know if anybody <laughs> wants to hear what I have to say. Uh, but if you're watching this video, maybe you do. I don't know. No, I. Th yeah. Damn it. I'll do a Discord for us this week. Um, I'll make one. That's all right. Like I'll sign into it. I'll, I'll do it too. It's just a text. Well, you're, you're app, gonna you're right? gonna be way better at it than I am. It's just like a text app, right? Yeah. It's, so it's I don't a, really know what Discord. It's is. like an old school message board. Yeah. Um, is what it reminds me of. It's reminiscent of that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's I mean just like a mess messaging kind of. Yeah, I mean I I'm definitely about to be in a store with products and I can. Discord, I don't know. Oh what fuck yeah! What dude. do we use it for? You gotta, you're gonna have to explain to me what we use it for, and then I'll just do it because I don't know. What honestly, it is. you use it just <laughs> just for conversation. Um, oh, right. That's really it. So you you guys can hang out with us, mostly Jason and Discord, because uh, he's like, fuck yeah, dude, I want to talk to these people. I'll talk to people, even if you want to tell me I suck. I'll talk to you. No, I don't care. I've I'm got not fragile. Yeah, he's like, I, <laughs> I've got it coming. I've done something fucked up at I'm some point. I'm not fragile. You can tell me. It's cool. Um, but yeah, as always, stay geeky.